0: This is Social Media Simplified, a podcast that takes the guesswork out of using social media to build your audience and increase your exposure on the web. Join us as a Social Media Scholar for exclusive tips, tactics, and strategies to create content, market your brand, and much more. Let's do this. Hey, Social Media Scholars, welcome to Social Media Simplified. I'm Nathan Garrett, your digital dynamo.
1: And I'm Lante Tacona, your collaboration connoisseur. And on today's
0: episode, we're going to be talking about things to consider when starting an online business and the one thing that'll make or break your success. So online businesses, right? It's, it's sexy, right? It's the fad. Everyone wants to do it. It is. And so, but there are a lot of harsh truths that some of these companies, when they promote their product or whatever business model it is that they're trying to sell to you, they don't reveal some of these truths and the struggles that might come along with it if
1: you decide to
0: take the plunge.
1: Yeah, a lot of it is real flashy. Um, A lot of people show the end result. Um, They give that impression of this overnight success. I actually saw a really funny quote the other day that says, all it takes is 10,000 hours and 10 years of hard work to be considered an overnight success,
0: <laughs> I was like, it's so true. All it takes, yeah. So and so that's that's how I've been seeing a lot of this lately. You know, YouTube ads or anywhere really on the internet that I've been seeing different types of businesses sprout up, and what's being sold. But there are some things that definitely um, anyone should consider before starting it. Absolutely. So I think you had some experience with that as well, with writing an ebook a few years ago. <clears throat> yeah. What things actually when you started that.
1: And now that you you finished it, what things would you have done differently if you could? So so I'll I'll just take a step back and then uh, and then I'll get to the actual book. A lot of times when we start uh, online businesses or attempt to start an online business, um, we we tend to jump right in and, and start working on something. Right? We don't take the time to think about what the end goal is, what the overall strategy is. Um, what does what's the definition of success? What's the definition of done? What does that right. look like? And so. Um, we instead we tend to jump in and have a good idea and say hey you know what I'm just going to go ahead and start doing it now um, I'll say that I fell victim quote unquote to that in my earlier days when I started off with my online journey with with eBooks which is what you referenced and um, I won't get into what the eBooks necessarily uh, entailed but um, my first eBook I learned that selling ebooks online was a way to generate passive income mm-hmm. and so passive income was cool I looked at a lot of videos I got caught up in the flash of this idea of going to sleep and waking up with money the next day and, uh, and I and and you watch these YouTube videos and you see uh, I actually watched this one guy he um he had a YouTube video where he uh he kinda like time lapsed it where he said hey look guys um, i have just like checked into a hotel it costs $700 a night so what I'm gonna do is whip up a website really quickly um, I'm going to do some affiliate marketing and then see in the morning if I've made enough money to pay for this hotel room. Hmm, and brilliant. so he time-lapsed it. Well, he walked us through the steps. This is the website, blah, 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 blah. He hit launch. And then in the morning, time-lapse, um, he, he opened up his account and he was like, look, I just paid for it and I have enough to go to breakfast. So wow. I was kind of like, yo, I want to do that. Impressive, right? Now, when I started writing ebooks, books um, it was the same thing. I went to a seminar. Somebody taught us how to do it. And I literally jumped in head first. Now- the seminar, granted, was really good. It gave us step by step ideas and step by step actions to take on how to generate or build an ebook and publish it. And I did all those things. And within uh, a month or two, I had an ebook and I was selling it. Um, but I quickly learned that A, I wasn't making the type of money that I thought I was going to make. And B, as soon as I stopped putting effort into marketing that ebook, the money stopped as well, it was not passive at all. So um, so I got caught up in that dream, but I can say that there are lessons learned because I realized there's a difference between strategic thinking mm-hmm. and tactical thinking. Now, I went to school for engineering, and as an engineer, we're taught how to solve problems, how to analyze data, how to understand what your process flow is, and then implement, implement, implement. And, um, and I think that that's what sort of uh, the mentality that I went into building an online business with was, was this implementation, um, starting right now, not wasting time. And when you define that in terms of strategic thinking versus tactical thinking, that's a very tactical way to look at things. Mm-hmm. It's what is it that I can do right now? What can I do today? What is it that I can move the needle forward with? And, and those are all good things, you have to have that. But I lacked the strategy part of that. And what I mean by strategy, strategy is having the ability to create a bigger picture, to create a process, to define milestones. Where is point A, where is point B? Don't worry about how to get the in-between part yet, but what is the end and what is the beginning? That's Mm -hmm. your strategy, right? What is your objective, right? Maybe you have two, three, or four objectives, that's fine, but identify what those things are up front, right? Your goal's down and stick to those things and then all of your tactics when you hit go and you start with the tactics uh sorry all of your yeah all of your tactics once you hit go and start implementing them all align to one strategy and i and i see that a lot with um folks who i I talk to my peers colleagues and people i mentor in their online uh or business or entrepreneurial journeys is you know they they tell me hey you know lante i have this idea this is you know i want to start a a health and fitness coaching business or I want to be an author um, so so what are the things that I can do mm-hmm. to start and, and really I take the time to kind of um, step back and say okay I I can definitely give you things to do to start writing a book or to start building a website or to start you know an online campaign but but you need to think about what is your objective right what is it that you're trying to accomplish what is the end game that you're trying to go towards and then we can start to build and develop a strategy around that, Mm -hmm. so um, my ebook was an example of that. But, um, so what are some of the earlier projects that you worked on, maybe, and and how Mm -hmm. did you kind of define those, or or did you stumble a little bit when it came Mm -hmm. time to implement, um, or did you find a a different outcome than you expected after your implementation? (laughs) Um, Mm -hmm. Maybe you didn't consider a strategy, I don't know.
0: Yeah, well that's, what you said earlier was great uh, regarding uh, strategic thinking versus tactical having that bigger picture in mind, what do you really want, what's your objective, what's your end goal, and where do you wanna start? And so having those two pieces together is great. The in-between part, yeah, that's the process, that's the messy part, right? That's the tactical part. Is it gonna be perfect? No, it really isn't. And so with my my own journey, I've had a pretty interesting one. I'll, I'll kind of go into a little bit. I finished college in 2010, I studied accounting. And when I graduated, uh, you know, I was 21, and I was like, I got to go get a... You graduated
1: at 21?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. I I started college when I was 17. Genius. You're a genius. (laughs) That's Prodigy. (laughs) We're in the presence of a prodigy. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, yes. Clearly, clearly. Uh, But yeah, I started when I was 17 because actually I really didn't like high school at all. I hated all the rules. It was a a very... I just didn't care for it. And um, so I took the time to take extra courses when i was in high school to finish early so that's why i finished at 17 started college 17 graduated at 21 when i was out though i was like man i don't know if i want to get a real world job yet i feel so young still and i i you know i was also afraid it's fear for sure i just like i don't feel like i'm ready So, you know, naturally, anyone that's not ready to go after their bachelor's, they're like, well, let's go get my master's. Mm -hmm. And so I did, I went and got my master's, but for the wrong reasons, I I was just avoiding the real world, really. And I went back to school, and honestly, it didn't go too well. I didn't care as much about my studies. I didn't like what I was studying with my master's program compared to undergrad. And um, during that time, though, I started uh, tutoring. And I really loved teaching. I loved it. And I loved teaching undergrad material. Did that on the side. And, and so I actually ended up taking a hiatus from my master's program. Started a tutoring business. Did that for a while. Realized there's not a lot of money in that because college students don't have a lot of money. mm mm-hmm. Then I fell into the idea, okay. my first business, really, that was my first business, I guess you'd say. I definitely Tutoring. was- Tutoring. Yeah, I was, was making a living. It was a, a hustle, right? It was a hustle. I mean, I had clients, I had ongoing kids that would, um, you know, they would take multiple accounting classes if they're business majors. So if they took the first one, I was going to tutor them next semester, next semester. It was That mm-hmm. was good there. Mm-hmm. The lifetime value of some of those clients were great. But most of the time it's me like scraping, trying to find new students that could afford me. And I had a high rate because I was good at what I did. But um, so eventually the the issue came is like, okay, I don't have a lot of time. I don't want to use my time only for this. I want to have some way to create passive income around my knowledge. Mm -hmm. And so I started uh, creating videos on um, basically knowledge of accounting Uh, test strategy videos, those kind of things. I started with courses. I sold those online. I still get money every single month from those courses I created like two years ago, Mm -hmm. which is kind of nice. Uh, But once I tested that, I had an MVP, right, a minimum viable product. Students were buying my exam reviews. They were liking them. I went full force into creating a full website, designing it, hiring people to do it for me, functionality, all that stuff. I invested some good money into it as well. The thing is, though, is I didn't have a proper strategy in place when I did that. I knew I had an MVP, but for some reason, I thought it'd be easy. You build the site, you build the videos, and then you just kind of sit back and traffic Watch comes it happen. to you. Yeah. That was my biggest mistake. I didn't have a full strategy where it's like, all right, once you build it, how are you going to get customers? Right, right. That second part. And so, to be honest, I <clears throat> once I started learning about that, that's why I when I got into digital marketing.
1: Right, and you know, and that's that's my exact same story in terms of the ebook. So the first time I, I wrote an ebook, I tried to sell it. I put it online. And I figured, hey, I just post it on Amazon, and money is gonna start you coming. To sit in back, right? And become
0: a millionaire overnight. That's it. And that is what sold a lot of times. Yes, yeah. and to and,
1: us. and exactly, that's exactly what it, it, it sold that way to us. And um, and but from there, you know, I figured, okay, well maybe I could just do this again maybe maybe if I had two ebooks then I could you know that's two sources of revenue right and I was thinking maybe um, maybe if if I just maybe if I make ten ebooks and and people would say you know if you want to be an online uh, profitable online ebook seller you have to have at least a hundred ebooks so my whole initiative was okay maybe I'm just gonna start creating a bunch of ebooks and then put them all online broaden my chances of making more money and then it'll Mm -hmm. just kind of all work itself out but um and i went i did that for a couple years two years or so of just doing that but but you realize that very quickly that if you don't have the end in mind there's always going to be the next shiny new toy the next objective the next plan the next hustle it's always going to keep going and and you'll and you'll realize that if you don't have a strategy to Either consolidate that, like what you did with your videos. You know, I'm telling the same story over and over again. Maybe I should just record it that way. Right, I can post and I can get it. passive income over it. Right, then then you end up following, uh, kind of chasing your tail over mm-hmm. and over and over again. And 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 Robert Kiyosaki in his book uh, Rich Dad Poor Dad has a quadrant where he defines, um, you know, being a business owner versus um, still kind of owning a business but still working at your business. And that's when you stop working, your business stops working, mm. right? And so if that's the case, you're still an employee. You don't have a boss, you're your own boss. But yeah. when you stop, it stops. Yeah, well so. they say,
0: uh, you're you're working in the business, not on the business. That's there it say. is, you're working in it and not on it. Absolutely. That's what they say. That's a trap that many entrepreneurs fall in. I've fallen into it many times. And after that first venture of mine, I still have my website up. <clears throat> it's not it's not doing anything right now because I moved over to build a digital marketing agency. I put all my resources and time into mm-hmm. that. My goal is to build this agency up. And then once I have more profits, I get more in the green, I can take some of those profits and reinvest in my other side business. Yeah. And So that's kind of the goal right now. But I guess the main point really is that, yeah, you need to have that vision in mind Knowing where you where you want to be and and that tactical part it's gonna be messier to figure out like how I'm gonna get there. Mm-hmm. But my my main uh, problem with that was and I don't want people to make the same mistake is when you have that idea, definitely think about it all the way through to the very end. I didn't. I was like, oh, how do you get customers at the very yeah. end, after I built it? It's like, how do you get customers? Yeah. Oh, I need to actually spend money. On it or just you know through organic content get those uh, customers but- yeah
1: yeah and, and and so and so and, and I also want to draw this parallel to, to the folks who are in uh, in corporate situations as well um, maybe you have a nine-to-five and 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 you're not necessarily starting a business yet but but take some time to think it about think about think about how your organization how your team operates right if you have a team of people and um, and you, you roll up your sleeves and you're kind of getting into the weeds with your team. Uh, you, I, I learned that the hard way. It's well, it's 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 a nice it's a nice thing to have. It's a nice way to build camaraderie. You know, you're working side by side with the people that you're leading. But as a leader. Your, your responsibility is to develop the strategy, right? You need to develop the direction. Tell the team where they're going. You're the if big you're, picture guy, You're the right? big picture. If you're if you're a pilot, right, you need to fly the plane from destination A to destination B, and everyone else in the back, they're the ones who need to adhere to the different rules, follow the different orders. If you're you know, a, a, a captain of a boat, right, your job is to, is to maintain the course, right? Mm-hmm. This is where we're going, and everyone else doesn't have to come up there and sail with you, right? That's your job. To, to have the strategy. And I feel that um, nowadays, uh, I, I work with, with a lot of startup entrepreneurs and advise and coach and consult uh, with different people. And, and the main uh, gap that I see is that everyone is ready to go. Everyone is ready to, to tackle that challenge. And there's no shortage of, of motivation at all. But the biggest thing that people lack is literally having that, the end game in mind. What is your objective? Following this post, what is your objective? Following this product that you create, this service that you create, what is the end game? If you don't have that in mind, um, I, I guess it's a crude way to say it, but you're 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 destined to to fail.
0: And again, failing as far as when it comes to giving up and not continuing, uh, we've talked about failure many times in this podcast. Where failure actually reframing that is a great thing. Where it's like uh, failure is actually just a one step in the right direction towards success. It really is. It is the biggest the i guess you would call it the the connotation with failure what everyone thinks about failure honestly within business failure that type of failure that really negative failure is really just giving up that's how i see it mm-hmm. it's like you gave up that's the real failure because you're not going to ever have any more data points you can't figure anything else out because you're not trying anymore
1: you're not trying. that's anymore, the yeah.
0: real failure but mm-hmm. but throughout stopping. a business is right. stopping really it's like mm-hmm. you need to really just continue and you will make mistakes <laughs> you'll learn a lot but yeah. that's the
1: tactical part and that's part of that's part of um, if you have a nice strategy and plan and you know that you're going from A to B you might try option number one and and you may fail at it but you know you were moving in the right direction and if you fail Controllably, you have mm-hmm. a controlled failure. You understand what you were trying to achieve, mm-hmm. where you're coming from. Failing can be uh, a great, uh, valuable oh, gift.
0: Very valuable you, in, in right? multiple ways. Like I would see failure as not only yeah, you're gonna have new data points to learn and adjust and get better, but not only that. You're if you had a fear of failure in the first place, maybe you're a perfectionist, whatever it was. Once you start to fail and get slow exposure to that, you'll realize after time it's like, oh, it's not that big of a deal. Mm -hmm. It's It's actually a great thing. It's a great thing. It's like, oh, I actually just learned a lot there. Absolutely. I'm glad I tried. And
1: the beauty of that is then you can build on that failure through lessons learned. Yeah. And then reiterate and get one more step closer to that end game. If you have no end game in mind, strategy, if you do not have a strategy, all of your tactics could be in vain. Because yeah. you won't be able to connect them to to an end an endpoint, right? You need yeah. to be able to anchor that down and say, okay, I tried because I was trying to get to point B and I failed. Let me pivot, and still try to get to point B. Let me pivot and then try to get to point B. If yeah. you don't have your point B, then then thing. yeah, where that's go. the thing. Yeah,
0: it's it's having that end game in mind, like you said, like mm-hmm. you will. There'll be lots of iterations. You'll be going. You'll be swerving left and right and right and left. But as long as you know, I
1: need to get to B. I'll slowly inch forward to that towards it absolutely yeah. it may take longer but uh, I, I think about it as you know Google like Google Maps I, I drive a lot I love to drive and um, I actually challenge myself a lot to um, sometimes not use Google Maps nice. I know that I need to go east Yeah. yeah, yeah. And I'm going to just try to find my best path there. I might go through neighborhoods. I might turn north, my turn west, my turn south. I mean, we live in a city man. that's
0: fairly intuitive. I I come from Texas, which most of those cities are (laughs) the way they're designed are not intuitive. So I've seen both sides of the coin. And yeah, here, like east, west, north, south. It's as long as you kind of know
1: overall the general direction, you'll figure it out. Exactly. So so some ways to begin to develop your strategy Mm. is to understand your business model Mm, right mm -hmm. and we're talking about online businesses in this case that's the that's the thing right everyone wants to have an online business these days so so maybe um nathan you can walk us through some various business models maybe Mm -hmm. some things that you've tried but but Mm. really these are for online businesses and there's multiple ways and if you can kind of fit your niche or fit your business into one of these models, mm-hmm. then you may have a little bit of a better direction. Could you share some some ideas?
0: Sure, yeah. So there's lots of proven online business models. I remember starting my, uh, really my curiosity back in, I think it was, yeah, I remember January of 2015. So, oof, coming up on four years in a few months. So that's when I really started looking into like, how do you make money online? Mm -hmm. which that keyword alone man that's a competitive keyword buzzword yeah right everyone wants to you know rank for that keyword and it's such a it's it's a simple answer but it's also pretty complex Uh, there's lots of different models out there that do work the way they're sold to you though with you know either uh, people that write about their own successes with it maybe they're selling something to you a product for you to try on your own remember that before I continue with as far as the types of models, definitely remember to have your expectations, just be reasonable with them. Any type of results that that person is showing you, hey, you can do this too, those are usually the best results, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And they're not talking to all the other people that had mediocre results or none at all. It was like 90% of all business fail or 99% or something, of something, like, something that. like that. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. they're showcasing the best results. Mm-hmm. And it's good to see what can be accomplished for sure. And you can do the same thing, it's not like you can't, but just remember the smaller percentage of people have achieved those results. You can still achieve good results, maybe not those, but just make sure your expectations are reasonable. Mm -hmm. That's what I would say. And there's lots of different types. So I'm gonna go and kind of run through a few different types here. Uh, So one type, I haven't really tried it much, you probably know more about this than I do, is affiliate marketing. Mm -hmm. Uh, I know a little bit about it, where basically on your own website or your own traffic source, you will promote another business's products or services. The best way to do it really is if you and, truly and receive a commission. And, in yeah, and, you, for and sales. you receive a commission for someone. For example, let's say that
1: uh, you are into. Here, I'll give you an example. Yeah, go ahead. Um, so before I started eBooks, I pivoted, but I, w- I started out with affiliate marketing. Okay. And uh, I started out trying to sell other people's products, and um, and really, actually, if you go down to the bottom of almost every major site that sells a product or service. In the, in the really fine print, the very small stuff at the very bottom of their website, you'll oh, see yeah. affiliates, mm-hmm. right? And you can click on that. Earnings disclaimers. Earnings bro. disclaimers, yeah. Mm-hmm. So you can click on that, and a lot of businesses have affiliate uh, programs yeah. where you can sign up to be an affiliate market their product, they give you a unique URL, and mm-hmm. if anybody clicks on your URL and moves forward with a purchase, you get some money off of it. Oh yeah, that, yes, so, of course. Yeah, you can enter like a program and mm-hmm, apply pretty mm-hmm. much. Yeah. Now, um, so there, there, there's some good ones where you can earn up to 75% of the sale. Some of them, um, the major ones, for example, Amazon. When I tried Amazon, um, at that point it was like 7%. Mm. A lot of smaller dollar items. But um I tried affiliate marketing, and um, I, I Amazon was one, Bluehost is another one where if somebody purchases something um, each time they renew you get a commission but um my main one was actually uh was two I had spare rooms dot which is basically a site that um it's kind of like if you're if you're moving to the city a city in the uk like london and you want an apartment um, you can sign up to this website and they'll give you all the different um, apartments that are available you can say you know i want to kind of uh, go and look at it view the apartment If somebody actually signs a lease, um, then there's a a way they work it out to uh, you getting a commission. Uh, Another one for me was actually background checks. Hmm. I looked at a a software that provides background checks uh, to different companies, and they'd use that for their employees, and so my whole thing was I was going to build a website around this product, all of its values, all the great things that come from it, and then get companies to buy, to. to to purchase the software from me mm-hmm. and then in turn I got a commission from it. Yeah. But uh but one of the challenges and I, we can get to this a little bit later in the episode <laughs> is great you have a website great. or you have an ebook or whatever you You make is, all the money. You make all the money, but the challenge is how do you get people to look at it? How right? do you get people there? So so I think going back to business models is 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 a thing and affiliate marketing that's how it works, but that's one way that you can build an online business. Some people are very successful. And, and others uh, are not if they don't necessarily realize that's how true. that model works. Yeah, so
0: it sounds like you know a lot more about that than I do. I mean, I know Pat Flynn. He's really big in Pat into, Flynn. Yeah, yes, man. He actually he's come out of a course recently on affiliate marketing because he's been very successful with that. Mm-hmm. Starting out, mm-hmm. he's and, one of
1: my I call it online mentors. Right, that's that time. how I
0: started too. I mean, that's um, affiliate marketing. That's a great one where yeah, you receive a commission based on services, products that you promote. He said that one of the biggest things though with affiliate marketing is definitely to believe in what you're actually promoting. absolutely you have to actually and love it love the owner let I me mean, love the company all those things about and, that. and maybe
1: even use that maybe product. even using
0: yourself believe in that because people will know that you're that it's not genuine and mm-hmm. you won't get the right types of customers that will come
1: and i'll it. give you an example of those non-genuine sites if you ever try to um buy a service like let's say um uh here's a good one so transferring money internationally there's a lot of uh, sites that you can transfer money internationally for really low commission prices. Mm. And uh, and usually they offer, there's a fee that comes along with every transfer, but you can Google discounts to transfer money internationally online. And you'll have a slew of websites that pop up in your search. Mm. And, uh, and they'll say, hey, I have all the discount codes. When you click on those websites, you literally see a whole bunch of coupons, but you have to click on one and sign up put your email address in in order for them to give you that discount, right? Uh, yes, so course. these are just literally sites that are it's all affiliate marketing. You can easily tell that they don't believe in the product. It's no. literally just a way to generate revenue. Yeah. But um but yeah, if you don't fully believe in that product, maybe they do or not, but because if you when it comes to affiliate marketing, you you really have to produce a lot of content. Yes. right to become yes. noticed you really have to become search organic or paid pay organic or paid but you have to rank that way when somebody says um discount coupons for this product you need to be number one and in order to get to be number one you have to have traffic traffic we're gonna go to traffic. We'll we'll go going to like go back to that traffic back as
0: far as like what it takes to get that and another so affiliate marketing definitely one of them what i started with uh back in 2015 with pat mm-hmm. flynn He uh, inspired me to do something called a niche website, Mm -hmm. which uh, I'll let everyone know right now. Those are, uh, you can still do it, but it's much, 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 much more competitive these days to do this. And it's pretty much all it is, is that you go and search for keywords that people are looking for. They they type it in, there's demand for a keyword. And when they type in that keyword, you want to look at what sites are being ranked for that keyword if you find that the first page and say the first three sites ideally the first site that's being ranked for the top number one for that particular keyword that has demand is not that great if it's poor quality it's you could you know you can do better and provide more value for that then you can jump in and you know the competition isn't fierce there's a lot of people searching for that keyword mm-hmm. you can jump in and fill that gap with lots of value and slowly you will become number one for that absolutely and that right there was brilliant because he was figuring that out with his own websites and he taught a lot of people to do it and i started doing it as well uh, the idea to monetize that is people will come to that site get value out of it and you place google ads on that site and they will naturally click yeah on
1: so so so, let's go back to talking about some of these business models, and we can go into depth about a lot of these. So first of all, we talked about affiliate marketing, yep. which is selling other people's products. That's yep. a way to establish or build a business around an online uh, sort of model, yeah. Affiliate marketing, and then we have soft products, which, um, for example, would be like eBooks, like what I was sure. doing. The soft product is a digital product. It's not. Physical. It's not a hard copy. Another one could be e courses. That's right. right? Webinars and courses. Right. That's right. Yeah. Now, one that we see a lot of, especially on YouTube, is e commerce. Yes. Right. Where you have a product, either an inventory of a product, either you have your own product, or you're going to be drop shipping a product, where you don't have an inventory. But you see that a lot out there. And, And some people, those of you who are interested in selling a physical product and delivering it to somebody's home, e commerce is probably where you fall in, right?
0: Yeah, and that's uh, you'll be sold by um, the biggest one out there. We know is Shopify, mm-hmm. and everyone I'm sure sh- towards a lot of people listening right now, it's just a, it's the biggest thing right now is drop shipping, because it's the ease of of get of uh, starting really absolutely ease of starting now not ease of getting results, <coughs> and it's like people will describe drop shipping. It's a fairly simple idea where you have a website. People come to that website, they buy a product, whatever you're putting on there, but you never hold any of that inventory. The inventory is somewhere else. And once someone purchases from your site, That is automatically fulfilled from the manufacturer and And the idea is that you bought that that inventory for we'll call it five dollars and you sell it on your site for
1: fifteen. Which is which is even the the, that's the a a typical business model for 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 even a brick and mortar business, right? Your wholesale price is obviously a lot cheaper than your retail price, and your profit comes from the gap in between. Of course. So so with with e commerce, uh, particularly, um, the concept sounds really easy find something that's cheap, sell it for more, right? But what people don't realize is that there's a lot that goes into that in-between process, the infrastructure. For one, what does your shipping model look like? How are people gonna get that? What's your delivery time? For two, what are the plugins that you're using to connect the purchase from your Mm. site to that manufacturer, right? And then the biggest part is actually owning that Shopify store and being uh, visible to the general public. Competitive, competitive against other people who are Everyone's selling similar stuff. Everyone's doing dropshipping now. Everyone right? is
0: doing it. It's like at the end uh, fall I mean going back to mm-hmm. what I was saying earlier, building my site out with a video, subscription, all that good stuff. How do I get traffic? How do you get traffic? How do you get How do, how do you, you get, you get How do you get customers coming to it? And that really comes back to traffic. Mm-hmm. How do you get people to your site to buy it? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And a lot of these I just we're trying to really be transparent here is that a lot of these business models do work. But when it's sold to you, most of the time, what's left out is how, how to you get, get customers traffic? You and get traffic. Mhm,
1: mhm. It's the so attention.
0: It's the same thing there with Shopify. Same thing with affiliate marketing. Uh, the niche website I mentioned earlier—that's a little bit different, but it's still the same. How do you get traffic? Right? You got to create really lots of valuable content. And that takes time. So, paid traffic is big now because of this because it it's accelerates the entire. You have process. to pay for attention, Gary Gary Vaynerchuk.
1: If you guys are. Um, uh, starting out as an entrepreneur, you may have seen Gary Vaynerchuk. If you haven't, go check out Definitely Gary Vaynerchuk.
0: Gary V. Uh, Gary V. V E E. Yeah. Yeah. So it's Gary
1: G A R Y, and then Vaynerchuk is V A N Y E R Chuck S R C H U C K. Yeah. Gary Vaynerchuk. Something. He now, goes by Gary V. Gary V. Now here's the thing. Um, he he has a really nice slogan that that says uh, he he owns all these multi-million-dollar companies, agencies, and clothing lines, and all this stuff. But his motto or mantra is I day trade attention. Yeah. Where are the eyeballs, right? Where are where's the attention, and then how do I insert myself into that attention? And I'm gonna go off on a little bit of a tangent here. One way to to develop attention or define that attention is paid pay, by paying for it, right? Using things like Facebook marketing, um, paid advertising, or PPC on Google. Another way is to do it organically by developing an online community, right? So if you can bring people together on a common interest, right, a, a product or, or a cause, right, and then be able to address or to drop your products into this community of people who are already interested, that's how you can sort of kickstart mm-hmm. an e-commerce business. Yes. Let's say you're selling, um, like Tom's Tom's shoes, is a really good example of that. They have a, they sell shoes. But a part of that, the cause is to help people who don't necessarily have shoes. So a lot of their marketing and branding is around helping other people. It's mm-hmm. not the shoe, it's helping other people. But if you were to buy this shoe, you can support that cause because if you buy this shoe, you then give a pair of shoes That's right. to somebody who doesn't have That's one. That's brilliant. Yeah. But it's all about attention. Super Bowl commercials is another way, right? <laughs> why, the reason why um, yeah. companies spend millions of dollars brilliant. on Super Bowl, uh commercials doritos pepsi all these big companies tied tied did a really good job this last super bowl um is because they know that that's where the attention is there's going to be millions of people watching this one channel they pay a lot for insert it. your product oh, yeah into where the eyeballs are and that's when you become a successful uh business yeah it's really a lot of it's about tension
0: right traffic getting people there is some of the bigger things yeah. i mean going through what, affiliate marketing going for, through e-commerce stores drop shipping uh, even niche sites which niche sites by the way those are kind of going out because uh, keywords are so competitive these days to rank organically is just getting harder and harder and harder mm-hmm. so paying for traffic is one of the better ways what are some other models so right here's on?
1: another one that you see a lot specifically on Instagram um, at least I've seen it on Instagram a lot is this um, health and fitness mm-hmm. sort of coaching this health coach. Um, idea, as well as um, things like um, uh, career coaching. Right, you have a lot of people who are offering advice on how to build uh, your career out. How to? What are things that you can do to position yourself as a better um, candidate for a job? And um, and again, these things, it's 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 about having the competitive edge. Yes, but again, it's also about reaching the right people. All of us are interested in progressing our careers and making more money. In that instance, a lot of us are interested in our health and fitness, and can kind of uh, you know can read on different articles on how to eat right and how to work out right, and and that's all well and dandy if you have those tips and you and and it works. But it's all about finding the people who are interested in that specific thing, in developing their career, and advancing their career, in advancing their health and fitness journey, and if you don't have those people on board with you and you don't have those people, or you don't know where those people are, mm-hmm. you can easily start to create a lot of great content that probably works. But if you're not reaching the right people, yep. the traffic, if the traffic yeah. isn't coming to you.
0: Yep, And that's why those MVPs are so important. It's like, is this a minimum viable product? When I test this, will people actually buy the most basic form of this product or service? And if they do, you're like, okay, interest is there. I'm figuring out my customer research, who they are. I will know, now go and create this product, yeah. or go and dive into this business model.
1: I, I watched a, a, a YouTube video um, not too long ago, and it was about it was asking it was it was discussing the topic of, of why people buy from you. And at this day and age, um, you can start to see it a lot that a lot of independent, and smaller startup businesses are, are actually being very are, are are very successful in selling their products because when it comes time to like, let's say Pepsi, right? And then you have Coke and you have all the other sodas out there, it's all soda, absolutely. But it's about the why, right? Why are you selling this product? Why, what is your reason? What is your motivation? You as a business need to be able to articulate that, right? And attract people to your cause. Mm -hmm. It's not about the what, the what needs to be good, absolutely, but people are attracted to the why was the mm-hmm. message from the seminar. Mm-hmm. And so when it comes down to health and fitness, it's, it's why are you doing that, right? If you're selling a course, why are you doing that? And your why? needs to have that competitive edge mm. versus your what. Because there's yeah. a lot of what's out there. Everything is yeah. being And that will invented. also drive you as
0: well to continue on that journey where you're gonna run into a lot of obstacles. And you, if you know why you're doing this and you have that strong belief in yourself. And can articulate that yeah, to your audience. That as well, but also for just motivationally, like intrinsically, you'll know why you're doing this, why you wanna help these people. And then from there, you'll have that drive to get it done. And,
1: and we can circle this all the way back around to having a strategy what is your objective why are you doing this thing why are you and all the tactics in between can follow yeah another thing you see is uh is is sort of these digital services right yep that's another type of business model that's really big lately digital services right Mm. things like um marketing campaign management or um or or lead generation now now you've done a little bit of lead generation that's what
0: i'm focusing that's my primary business how, how
1: how are you setting yourself aside or like what is your why the audience why yeah it's honestly a a lot
0: okay so here's my why for it with Legion is one you're honestly you're helping build someone's business it's kind of empowering like I'm helping someone build their business Mm -hmm. like they need my help and we actually in not a way I'm not selling a service to them I'm partnering with them Mm it's like we're partners now I'm gonna help you grow and as I when I help you grow You give back to me and then I I get paid, which is Mm kind of nice. And so, and also once you've learned a lot about digital marketing and how it works, honestly, the amount of work it takes up front, there is a a good amount of time, it's like a month really, but once you have it down, the month to month uh, work itself is really not a lot of time. And so when I learned that, I was like, okay, so I don't have to spend a lot of time on this, but I'm still making lots of money Mm -hmm. for my hour, right? Mm -hmm. Really. That's what really drew me to it. I can help someone build a business, and I don't have to always trade my time for
1: money. Yeah, one of the things that um, so I, I, I personally my business is the is the courses the e the e courses, um, and I understand attention and I understand traffic and I understand analytics and all the tools that go along with that, but um, but I also do offer services to to develop ad campaign management or to to consult right now. Before I take on a client part of the qualifications is because I'm not just doing this just for the sake of doing it And I know that once I partner with somebody to help them build their business for me I have to believe in their business Mm. for one reason is because um, I know that this is not going to be an Overnight, you know one-time deal we're gonna be working together for at least three months at least three months To continue on and start to see results and build it and if I'm not into your product and I don't believe in your story and I don't believe in what you're doing, um, I'd rather not participate in that business because it's it's a job at that point. Yeah. It's it's not something that I actually want to see grow and excel. You're not passionate so, about I'm it. I'm not passionate. So I definitely turn down a lot of people, get a lot of messages on LinkedIn that, oh, you do social media and you know marketing, would you want to partner with me? And as soon as I ask what is your business, they tell me what it is. Why are you doing it? If they're why isn't good enough if I don't see their heart in it. Um, I'll, I'll turn it down. I'll say no. You know, I'm not really interested in this at this time. I had I had somebody um, email me or uh, LinkedIn message me yesterday, asking, um, saying that you're into social media and strategy and stuff like that. Hey, we have this new tool that provides analytics. And my question was, why are you, you know, contact me? Why, why do you believe in this product? And they said, well. Um, I think that it would help you out, Lante. I think that by promoting this product, mm. it will help you out. So for me, that's not a good enough answer. Mm. I, I don't think I really need your help mm. in that realm at this point. Now, if you told me that by it's like using, they already knew what
0: you needed before they even really yeah asked
1: yeah yeah and, and you know if you told me something that you know we're helping underprivileged children who are getting into coding um, develop a stream of revenue and our collaborative project is this tool. And if we sell this tool or use this tool, then they get paid. Mm. That might be a different story. I might say, you know what? Now, now I'm I'm helping people, yeah, right? For a better cause. It's for a better cause. But but if you just say you you have this tool and you're contacting me because you think I need it and you think I like it, uh eh. I'm right. probably not gonna work with you.
0: Yeah, that's a good point, actually. Yeah, you definitely need to make sure you believe in what you're, uh, the business that you're helping build. Mm-hmm. And that's what I do with lead generation. And then there's other types of digital services as well. You can do content creation. That's what you're really, really good at, right? Content, content creation, creation. Yep. SEO is also big as well. Lots of uh, different uh, types of digital services are sprouting up online. And yeah, once again, they're great business models that do work but the main component that we've been talking about the entire time with all these
1: different types of online businesses is getting customers and traffic. Traffic. How do you get that? That is key because um, when you think about it, if you have a product, a service, or whatever it is you're offering online, you're literally one out of a billion, out of seven billion. Yeah, so many people are competing. And you're all doing the same thing. And, And some things work better than others, yes. I mean, right now you see like Apple, for example, right? Well, you know, everyone always criticizes Apple since Steve Job Jobs has you know moved on to a better place, right? Is that they've lost their competitive edge? It's not that they they developed the first computer or the the first you know MP three player. Actually, I think Sony d- developed mm. the first MP three player or or digitizing you know um, uh, phone applications and things like. That. Everyone's doing that. Microsoft's doing that. Google's doing that. Samsung. Everybody's doing that. But it's the why, and then on top of the why it's getting that traffic that attention people don't sign up and buy Apple products because um, you know it's 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 cool and it's the next best thing it's because they believe in that product Mm. they believe in the mission they believe in being a part of a community they believe in so many more things before they actually purchase that product so it's it's the traffic the attention and building that first right understanding where those people are and then having a strategy to then move forward. Because if you have an online business, you're literally one star in a galaxy. You're oh, one yeah. grain of sand in the desert. Yep. And how do you get people to find you? How do you get that attention? Masses, right? So traffic, 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 traffic will make yeah. or break And when you your see,
0: see the next ad to be like, I don't know, the next YouTube star, the next Instagram model, which are also business models. They really are. They do work today. What they have there, along with every other business model we've talked about, they have attention. That's why it's working for them. It's working for their brand. Not everyone can do that. Everyone's like, how do I make money on YouTube? It's like, oh, you can make money through ads. It's like, great, all right, I'll put up some videos and then I'll make money through ads. It's like, Mm -hmm. well, do people like your videos? Are you doing them correctly? Are you getting lots of views? Because you won't make any money if you have no views. If you have no
1: views, clearly you have no traffic. You have no traffic. And you know, I, I would say that social media platforms to me the way i look at them now um so i started my digital journey in 2014 february 2014 with affiliate marketing and then have progressed since then the way i view social media um platforms is, is as a tool right a tool in my toolbox facebook is a tool in my toolbox a hammer right i've got instagram in my toolbox a screwdriver i have linkedin a pair of pliers and you need to understand how to use those platforms to acquire attention and to drive traffic. They all have different purposes. You have to understand that first of all, how these tools work, And what are the benefits or the strong points of each of those tools? And if you use all of them collectively for the right purpose, Mm -hmm. you can then begin to develop traffic, um, attention, and kind of build your business And having
0: The right, right, uh, I guess you would really call it the traffic strategy overall. And there's many sources to get traffic, but you have to have a strategy in place to know what to do and how to make it work. And then you can implement it to get the results you desire. All right. Excellent episode. Really insightful. So on the next episode, we're going to be learning about the three things to make the best use of your time as an entrepreneur. And number two is controversial. I'm Nathan Garrett, your digital dynamo. You can find me
1: at nathangarrett.net. And I'm Lante Tacona, your collaboration connoisseur. You can connect with me on LinkedIn at L-A-N-T-E-I.
0: All right. Thanks for listening.